I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked down to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the girl dad himself. Welcome back. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm back. And his pod paternity than- leave. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, pod uh, paternity leave was Ooh, paternity leave. Let's paternity leave uh, was what five days or whatever, but. <laughs> No, I texted uh, I texted Nick about an hour or so ago, and I was like, "All right, so this is kind of the change of a little bit of our podcast stuff because you know Nick and I text all the time, and sometimes we record earlier, sometimes later." If you don't know, by the way, Isaac Isaac's wife they had their second baby uh, Thursday, Friday, couple Thursday, days, couple days ago. Yeah, so his, my days are his, going together at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, well, he welcomed his second kid into the world, a daughter. Uh, and so that's why uh, I called him a girl dad because he is one now and why the pods have changed, why we've had a couple of guests over the last couple of days. So that's why. So if you haven't yet, send Isaac Love on Twitter. A bunch of you have. I appreciate everybody that sent him random gifts. That was great. That Yes, I got a lot of random gifts, a lot of DMs, and I really appreciate everyone reaching out. But yeah, I, I texted Nick and I said, hey, we're probably going to have to like, record every night past 7 30 because sometimes we do it earlier depending on my schedule our schedules if nick's in riding ride to the resistance again or <laughs> uh, um that's but, my life <laughs> no and so uh so anyway because i mean you hear all the time like hey when you have a second kid everything changes man-to-man defense and i'm yeah. like all right cool i've been reading books and stuff about it. i love reading and it's like once you live it then you see it all and i'm like we've been home for little over 24 hours at this point and <laughs> there's already been arguments there's been tears there's been i mean us figuring stuff out i'm like all right well you got this kid and i got this kid we have a dog too and like a big golden doodle and she's like ringing our like the bell to go out and like there it's just been like chaos it's not been it, so but it's been great chaos because my little girl is just i mean she yes i could just set her i've stared at my little girl more than 10 times more than I did my son when he was born. And so anyway, it's, it's been good. I'm super blessed. Both, both of our kids, super healthy. My wife is just a rock star and both kids, the same size and weight. Yes. Both kids. <laughs> yeah. They're like a year and a half apart and same size, same, same length, same weight. That's they crazy. look the same like yeah. when they were born, which is crazy. Yeah, You sent me a side by side picture of the two and they look, they look like the same baby. <laughs> Yes, it's wild. Uh, but yeah, my wife uh, killed it. Labor was like super quick and everything. And uh, yeah, we were pretty much out of the hospital and got to, got to watch a Mavs game in Let's the hospital. Go. And shout out to the couple people who tweeted at me and DM me and said, "Hey, you doing the pod tonight from the hospital too?" I'm like, <laughs> asking my wife, "Hey, babe, can you know can you care about turning the TV on? Like, watch the game tonight?" She's like, "Yeah, sure." She's always super supportive. I think asking her to bring my like pod set up, like mic, <laughs> computer, and everything, I think she would have just told me to go to the cafeteria at that point. So, uh, but anyway. And sleep there, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good break. I'm glad to be back. And uh, what a uh, protest. Yeah, you missed you missed nothing. <laughs> oh, well, that magic game, that was, a, that was a nice win. It was fun seeing the 
seeing KP and Luka and stuff back. But then last or two nights ago, the Hawks game, man, I guess it was two nights. Yeah, two nights ago on Saturday, I watched that game with my dad before uh, he went back to Kentucky. And we just sat there and was just dumbfounded like everyone else of what happened in, at the end of that game. Yeah, uh, so I did a post game after the Magic game. So you can go listen to that, talking about Porzingis and talking about you know Luka and him playing well together. All bunch of stuff. So I broke that down. You can go listen to that one if you want to hear about that game. That was a good game. And then today on the pod, we are going to talk all about the uh, Hawks game with Dorian Fitty Smith's block, John Collins putback, Trey Young's layup, Mark Cuban's tweets, the Mavericks protest. There's all kinds of stuff that happened from this game. Jalen Brunson's shoulder dislocated. There's so many different things. Uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist got some more minutes in this game. Willie Colley signed out for personal reasons. Still don't know what's up with that. Um, there's so many things that happened in that game. Luca and Porzingis didn't even play. Uh, man, what a wild game. So that's what we're going to get into on this pod. Isaac, let's go ahead and get right into it. So we'll basically just focus on the last minute of the game because with about 48 seconds left, the Mavericks were down 107 to 109. Uh, they had a pretty big lead at one point during the fourth quarter. Um, they had, yeah, almost a, almost a 15-point lead. Uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, they had like a four-point lead uh, halfway through the fourth quarter, and then they just kind of gave it up. The, the Hawks ended up coming back. The Mavericks had a lead the entire game up until <laughs> till the, the midway through the fourth quarter. I mean, it was it was wild that uh, the Mavericks. It was wild, first of all, the Mavericks had this lead because they were missing Luca, they were missing Porzingis, they were missing Willie Colley Stein, they were missing um, who else were they missing? I feel like they were missing a couple more players, but. It was uh, Dwight Powell, I guess, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so, but they had this lead and they were holding on to it. Trey Young didn't really have that great of a game. I think he had like six points at halftime. Um, it wasn't that great of a game for the Hawks. And then comes down to it, the Hawks have this lead, two-point lead with less than a minute to go. Tim Hardaway Jr. has the ball. He was balling out in this game. He ended with 33 yeah. points, four boards, five assists. He was 11 of 22 from the field, six of 14 from three. That's 43%. He was only two turnovers. He was balling out in this game. Um, he drives. He misses the the kind of floater layup he he, he threw up. Dorian Finney-Smith crashes the boards. He he tries to go after the offensive rebound. Uh, it ricochets a bu- off a bunch of different players. Uh, you know, Kevin Herter kind of went after it and then just sort of did a matrix move to try and avoid the ball before it went out of bounds. And then the call on the floor is that it's Atlanta's ball with like thirty something seconds left. They went and they went to a review. And we should bring this up now that while it was under review and a couple other things had happened before that, the, the refs were, were fascinating in this game. Uh, we're not going to dive into all the stuff. Gr- that that's ha- a great word. To yeah, all this stuff that happened. Uh, but Mark Cuban tweets, just when you think the NBA officiating can't get any worse, guess again, this is absurd. Now, this is before the John Collins put back and all this stuff that's going to happen. So that gives it a little bit of context as to why Cuban went off <laughs> after this game. So... The, uh, the they're reviewing this call, the out of bounds call. Uh, it actually gets re- reversed. Dallas gets the ball at this point, um, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. misses a jumper. He got a pretty good look at a, a jumper on the right wing. Atlanta gets the rebound. Then they bring the ball down. Any anything on that play because it kind of came and went. But that was the Mavericks' chance to tie it at that point. No, no, nothing on that play. I mean, yeah. You know, they overturned the call, gave Dallas the ball back, which was just, I mean, just an incredible. Offensive rebound attempt by Dorian. I mean, it was yeah. like three three Hawks players in there. Dude just comes flying in, got up super high for it. That's just what he does in general, also. But 
Um, yeah, Mavs got the ball back and, you know, he missed a shot and, you know, Hawks, Hawks came back down the floor, but, um, yeah, we'll keep going then. I like the, I like the second, I didn't like the first attempt that Tim Hardaway Jr. got. I did like the second one though. I thought that one was, yeah. it was a pull up yeah. jumper, but Hey, he was, he was the one that was, was cooking. He was on fire. And so go, go with that guy. He was, he was the best. And it was option. open. It was open too. It was <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was fine. No complaints on that one. Um, so then Trey Young, top of the key. Uh, Dory, the uh, Delon Wright guarding him at the top of the key, runs out the clock a little bit, waits, starts his drive in about 15 seconds. He drives, he gets right by Delon with a little hesita- hesitation move. Hey, shout out to him for driving too. I mean, he drove uh, instead yeah, of taking a step bo- back. I think they were in a bonus too. So, <laughs> Dorian comes up, blocks the shot off the backboard. John Collins uh, then the uh, he, after the shot goes off the backboard. The shot clock goes off. John Collins then puts the ball back. All this happens within the scope of like one second, right? Like it's so fast. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. That's the sequence of events. Trey Young drives, puts the ball up. Dorian blocks it. it. Shot clock goes off, and then John Collins puts the ball back. Call on the floor. Goaltend on Dorian Finney-Smith. Basket for Trey Young. They went to the review that lasted 12 minutes. I don't know. I mean, forever. It just felt. I think my daughter's like three weeks old now. <laughs> She was born at the start of the review, (laughs) and now she's three weeks old. Um, The call was reversed. It was made a block for Dorian Finney-Smith, and then, but the putback for John Collins was counted. And so basically, what they were reviewing was who to give the basket to, because he was either going to go to Trey Young or John Collins, and that was crazy to me. I think I did what a lot of you guys did watching the game on your TV. I had to rewind it. I mean, I'm like, what? There was a shot afterwards? What? You never, like, you don't even pay attention even to the that. Shot. No, because I, you don't even, when a whistle is blown, like, you don't even pay attention to what happens next. So I'm like, what? I look at my dad. I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, rewinding it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I watched it with full volume because that's a key thing of hearing when the whistle was blown. Yeah. And he hadn't even shot the ball yet when, when the whistle was blown. They didn't even, sh- when they were reviewing, and when they do a review for the refs, they kind, they put the what the refs are looking at. On you know on the broadcast and the broadcast they kind of superimposed their own replay on it. The broadcast the Mavs broadcast didn't even show the Collins putback because no. it wasn't even in question. Like that wasn't even in the realm of possibilities. All right, let's get more into this. Obviously, we'll talk about this a lot. We'll talk about Cubans tweets, all the stuff, the protest afterwards. We'll get into that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, hmm. when you start your hiring process, you may have some questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? How will you know if you made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every single day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in just minutes and use screener questions to help create a short list of applicants fast. Also add skill tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skill tests ranges from industry-specific tests like accounting to general aptitude tests, like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today if you're looking to hire at indeed.com slash locked on and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first post. That's indeed.com slash locked on. Those sponsored jobs are the ones that people see first. If someone looks up, you know, uh, barista, if someone looks up, 
um, you know, podcast host. <laughs> that's that's the one that they'll see first. If you'll get that sponsored job upgrade. So get that with the code locked on indeed.com slash locked on terms, conditions, and exclusions apply offer valid through March 31st, 2020. All right, Isaac, let's get into this, um, <laughs> this wild call at the end of this, because, um, again, the, the call was, re- was reversed. Dorian did get the block off and it didn't, the ball didn't go off the backboard first. Dorian got it at its highest peak. I mean, the, it was yeah. so close. If Dorian had waited even a millisecond more, I think it would have gone goaltending because the ball would have started traveling down, but he got it right at the highest peak. Um, on the on the Hawks broadcast, Dominique Wilkins did not agree with that. He he, he thought that the ball was on its way down. Uh, he kept saying that as the broadcast went on. So after the game, they we get another. We didn't really get a real explanation during the game. There's still eight seconds left. They had to play it. They went, and Mavericks obviously lost the game. But after the game, we get this. Um, we get this explanation that the ball bounced off of the rim. After Dorian blocked it, which means then that the shot clock would have to go back, and then the putback for Collins counts. That that's just absurd. Which does not make any sense to me because normally when you get a goaltend call like that, then the inadvertent whistle would stop play, right? And yes. people were saying that after the game that you know when the place Tim Hardaway Jr. said this to Skin after the game when he did this interview, he said we all stop playing because when you play basketball, when the whistle blows, you're supposed to stop, and that's the idea. Okay. You play through the whistle. I will I will push back a little bit on this notion. Okay. Because I saw Tim say this. I saw um I think Rick Carlisle say this too. It's and I don't want to act like I'm taking up for the other side here. <sighs> Come but on. Come- <laughs> I will I will say the whole the whole like we stop playing thing, he did catch the ball off it's not like yeah, he not like they got the anything. ball, rebounded, passed it, and then shot it. He did catch the ball off of the block and then went up for it but when he caught the ball in the rebound that's when the whistle you know blew he shot the ball right after the whistle was blown so it should have been dead everything so the the notion of we stopped playing i don't i don't want to say, you know like yeah i get i get it but there wasn't a it's not like that you could have done a ton more else to you know when he shot it that quick right after the whistle it's just everything should have stopped when a whistle is blown. Everything is dead, so it should have been should be dead. I, I, it, uh, yeah, and it, it should have been a jump ball right then, right like after the review. So Roddy Mott, the the crew chief from for the referees, um, spoke to a pool reporter, which is basically like one one reporter gets you know uh, a quote from the referee or whatever party, and then uh, posts it for everybody. Uh, I think like the NBA PR team like tweeted this out. Quote, the ball hit the rim, so it was deemed an inadvertent whistle because it was ruled a good block. By rule, it's an inadvertent whistle. It's rule two because Collins was in a shooting motion when my whistle blew. It's deemed a continuation, so therefore the basket counts. Oh, boy. Okay, so Cuban tweeted this out, and we'll go through Cuban's tweets, but Cuban specifically tweeted out this rule. An inadvertent whistle is a suspension, and he literally just copied this from the rule book because it has stuff in here that Cuban wouldn't type. (laughs) An inadvertent whistle is a suspension of play. The ball becomes dead when the following occurs. One, official blows his or her whistle. Exception, if a field goal is in flight, the ball becomes dead when the field goal is made, missed, or touched by an offensive player. It definitely was not in flight. Yeah, the we don't think it was in, in his hands we don't think it was in, a, in a rebound. He wasn't. It wasn't even in mid shot form, let alone flight. Also touched by an offensive player, right? Like shouldn't 
as soon as Collins touched it, right? It should be should be dead after that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the exception, man. Uh, that's I. It doesn't make any sense uh, why it one happened. Of the, one of the explanations that I, I could understand, which is just stupid, is what if they watched the replay without sound? And it was just based off their arm motion. The thing because is, they're going back to they're going back to Secaucus with this whole replay booth, and that's true. Yeah, basically the refs are sitting there waiting for Secaucus to rule on this. Like the the referee, like I don't understand why they don't use that that referee center more to where the referees just have a headset and then it yeah. gets it gets called from Secaucus like right there. It would cut down a whole bunch of reviews. I feel like. Yeah, that's a separate that's thing. A, but yeah, I think. It caught everybody off guard so much because, like you said, you know, even both both broadcasts, like both broadcasts, wasn't even recognizing the John Collins shot, and then they came out of it even showing the replay, (laughs) exactly. And so then, yeah, that shot counting, yeah. Anyway, keep going. Doesn't make any sense. So, but Mark Cuban sounded off like Mark Cuban does. Uh, Yes, according to Dallas Morning News, according to Dallas Morning News, two million dollars in fines from (laughs) comments about the referee so far in his career. Oh, I was going to say, I did not see this tweet today. No, not like, yet. That's, that's going to come down on Monday. That's going to come down today. So we know that Cuban's going to be paying out of pocket for these tweets. I'm ready for this. So, we should put a wager down on what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, we should. We totally should. Um, so he tweeted out, you know, before any of this even happened, just when you think the NBA officiating can't get any worse, guess again. This is absurd. So that was before. We mentioned that before. He mentioned that before I, this I do whole say, thing. I do want to say that tweet in real time could have been really close to this moment because it they are it there is so much of a, a lag before uh, as far as stuff happening in the arena compared it was, to it was when before. we see it on the team. It was, okay, okay. It was before because I, I, I was watching the game live and I get Cuban notification tweets. And so I saw this one coming while I was, I was watching on my phone because – I wasn't I so it's probably in reference to the Dorian out of bounds thing that one or even well, something no. before that because yeah, because true. of the timing but oh no 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 it was the Maxi Delon play when Maxi fouled out and John Collins kicked oh the yeah because he didn't he mentioned he, that he later. referenced that yeah, probably he mentioned was, that later yeah. uh, okay so then the goaltend happens all that stuff uh, it gets re- reversed John Collins put back Mark Cuban tweets so they call a goaltend they literally blew the whistle that was a goaltend there was a putback after the whistle after review they said no goaltend but bat but count the basket WTF is that that's NBA officiating Woo! but wait there's more this is again from Cuban I can't wait for NBA desktop to get a hold of this anyway one of the refs told us it was an inadvertent whistle so it's not goaltending doesn't matter that people stopped. They thought the whistle came after the putback, so the basket counted. So what were they reviewing if it wasn't a goaltend? And this is my thing. They were just essentially reviewing who the basket goes to. That's true, yeah. Right? Like They knew a basket was going to count, so they were sitting there trying to figure out, all right, does this go to Trey Young or John Collins? Is the redheaded kid on the court? <laughs> then, then Mark Cuban says, and of course, that comes after DeLon intentionally kicked the ball as he was getting thrown down to stop play. They don't. That's the play. That would foul out Maxi. So DeLon Wright tries to kick the ball to stop the play. Uh, Maxi then has to stop the play and foul, and he ends up fouling out. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. That might have been the, the absurd tweet that he said earlier. Cuban continues. And yes. and by the way, he's doing the and, and shout out to loyal listener of the pod, Mark Cuban. Uh, we're loving we're loving the tweets. Uh, I love, it. but I he does the it. thing where he doesn't thread the tweets. He quote tweets his last tweet. Yeah, so, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> reps have bad games. Crews have bad games. But this isn't mm. a single game issue. This, this is, is the good. same shit that has been going on for twenty years. 
Hire former refs who think they know how to hire, train, and manage. Realize two years later they can't. Repeat. Woo! That, that seems was spicy. Good. And yeah, then that, that tweet alone is a is a good check. That's 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 gonna get him the most, I think. And then I just I tweeted this out. The irony <laughs> that this tweet rampage happened with Mark Cuban on the same night that Dwayne Wade gets his number retired. I just love how the universe works. It's just absolutely incredible. I love it. Do we have to tell the story of when you asked Dwayne Wade, do you remember how many free throws he took during? <laughs> That's great. Story. Oh, no. Um, I hate Wade. Also, so, so Mark Stein quote tweets that specific tweet about the refs and said, this is something that Cuban has been talking about for years and that it hadn't been really you know, public. And then now he finally, you know, this is finally something he comes out and says. Um, so this then he is- starts dropping names. Then he starts dropping names. Monty McCutcheon. Coming up, we'll get into the names. There's so many names dropped on this. We're going to talk about it. Cuban's tweets. Then the protests. There's so many things to get into coming up. All right, Isaac. Mark Cuban continues. Shout out to Mark, listener, loyal listener of the podcast. In the past 12 years, it's been Ronnie Nunn, Don Vaden, Bob Delaney, and now Monty McCutcheon. What do they all Ronnie have Nunn's in common? Twitter, ain't he? You know the definition of insanity? <laughs> Man, like I, guys, I was kicked back. Just I, this was like free entertainment. I'm do, like this app is free right now. Do the refer does the referee association have any say on how big the fine is? Right, like do they get to say in it? They're hot right how, now. How how offended are you? And then then you take our level of offense. Like we just watched Big Hero Six the other night, and he always goes on a scale of one to ten. How would you rate your pain? Like so, that, does Adam Silver go to the referee association and say on a scale of one to ten? How would you rate that burn? And then you just go ten. All right, million dollars. Money one okay, ten ten thousand bucks. Like, ten. <laughs> right. Like if that's the case, then th- this tweet is the one that's really gonna get him. Oh man. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just great. I mean, it's it's cool to see your owner voice the opinion of pretty much your entire fan base, and it's and it's kind of funny. And he wasn't done, <laughs> so that's that all happened at night. And then on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, the Lakers Celtics game, which was a great game to watch. Loved watching. That was a fun game. Jason Tatum went wild. Um, Lakers end up getting the win. Lots of referee things in that game as well. Yeah, and that was brutal too. In this game, Dwight Howard had a goaltend called. It was definitely a goaltend. This was not this is not yes, as close as Dorian's. It was definitely a goaltend. Dwight Howard hit, you know, hit the ball. They changed it to an inadvertent whistle and a jump ball. You lie. They did. They changed it to an I inadvertent. I saw the play, but I didn't see the outcome yep. of what happened. Yep. They, they, they reversed it. They called the goaltend on the floor. Then they reversed it afterwards and said that it that's, wasn't. That's the Lakers if I've ever seen. Even though, <laughs> hey, anyway, we can win. <laughs> And then they call the jump ball, which is what you should do. That's the thing about the John Collins plays after it's whistled dead and the, and the goaltender's reversed. Should have been a jump ball between Dorian and Trey Young. That's what, I mean, everyone coming out of that review back to the Hawks-Mavs game, it should have been, you know, regular block. You do the jump ball, and then you go from there with you know, how many ever seconds are left. And it just, you know, I was halfway joking about this when I said, hey, kids, you know, the lesson for this is to – you know, just always shoot the shot after the whistle's blown. You never know if it's going to count or not. Play through the whistle, and I guess. I halfway like joked about it, but all those dumb shots that Luca takes, 
heck, you never know. They like when he shoots him <laughs> over the goal or from half yeah. court or after you know the whistle's blowing, he just launches it up. This is the lesson right now. Is like, hey, after you know, no matter if a whistle's blown or not, just go ahead and get that shot up there. You never know what's going to be counted. Throw what's that not. shot, player. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was just it was so dumb. Now I do want to say we we get it. Like Dallas was down by two. It's not like it was the last play of the game, yeah. and it cost him. Like Dallas would still would have won the tip, come down the floor, at least scored two points to tie it up to go to overtime. Uh, so, like we get that completely. That's best case scenario. Yeah, that's yeah, best case scenario. Or they so get a three and they just, win. Like you do get, you know, the team and everybody gets passionate about when you when you don't get the chance or you don't get that opportunity. And we're talking about a team that was coming off. It was a second night of back to back. No Luca, no Porzingis, no Dwight Powell, like you said, but basically no Jalen Brunson no, J- either. Yeah. J- Jalen Brunson would have been huge in this game, which that's a whole different conversation. That the dude gets Dwayne Dedman, uh, Andrew Bynum 2.0, just like, <laughs> I mean, arm checks, <laughs> you know, JB, you know, going down the paint, literally the first play of the game or one of the first few possessions, and then first, he's out. It was the first play. He literally gets the, he, they get, the Mavs get the tip. Jalen Brunson has the ball. He drives and gets smashed to the floor. Uh, doesn't even get reviewed. Doesn't even what? get reviewed. And Skin was saying it on the broadcast. He's like, I'm surprised they're not looking at a, a flagrant. Like, and, and Brunson was on the floor, like writhing in pain, and he screamed as soon as he landed. I mean, it wasn't a flop. If that, if that would have been LeBron, Dwayne Dedman would have been shipped out of Atlanta. He been fired. To, he would have yeah, <laughs> not waved. Hey, just not leave cut, the court, bro. Fired. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, I, anyway, very, very frustrating. And now the next step of all of this so, is what Dallas well, is wanting to do. So with that that Lakers Celtics goaltend from Dwight Howard though, Cuban tweets this by the way. I don't know if you saw. Well, I haven't seen I don't this. I saw no. this today. He says if this. So he tweets the clip the Dwight Howard the goaltend that should have been a goaltend that was actually reversed. Then they get the jump ball, which is what should happen if they decide to reverse it and call an inadvertent whistle. Cuban says if this is an overruled goaltend that converts to an inadvertent whistle, why wasn't this a good basket? When he had gathered at the time of the whistle, anyone know? <laughs> so he's saying that they get, you know somebody gathered afterwards should have been a good basket because you know that's the way the Mavericks one went. But that was yeah. the end of, of Cuban. Uh, man, <laughs> crazy stuff. So now, like Isaac said, the next step in this, Mavericks decide to do what the Rockets did a little while ago and file a protest of this game. Um, and yes, Mavericks fans, this does take us out of the whole conversation of being able to bash the Rockets for protesting a call. So we're out of that camp now. We can no longer bash the Rockets. So from the Dallas Morning News, it didn't take the Mavericks organization long to double down on its belief the blown referee's call on Saturday night in Atlanta potentially cost Dallas a victory over the Hawks. Two sources confirmed Sunday that the Mavericks filed an official protest of Saturday's loss, citing, quote, a misapplication of the rules. You're telling me. On a play that occurred with 8.4 seconds left, now, by filing the official protest, and I didn't know this, ten thousand dollar filing fee. You have to pay ten thousand bucks to file a protest of, of this game. Cuban's got that. <laughs> hey, send it, send it our way, Cuban, <laughs> if you got it. Um, so then they would they're protesting it to replay the final nine seconds, starting with the jump ball and a one hundred nine yeah. to one hundred seven score. This is also from Brad Townsend that I did not know in the NBA's seventy three year history. 35 protests have been filed, including the Houston-San Antonio one where Harden's basket didn't count. Three have been upheld. So three times this actually happened where where teams have replayed sections of the game. That's pretty wild, and I didn't know that. I just 
I kind of want to see it happen just for the absurdity of it all. It'd be wild. Well, for nine seconds. Mavs don't play the Hawks anymore, so they would have to like go out of their way to do this. To get to make this happen, the the travel to the arena. What <laughs> happens with fans? Do fans even come to this thing? Imagine, the, imagine the marketing on a on a ten second game. What eight what seconds? I, I mean, from players warming up to play nine seconds to there's so much stuff, you know, and it's just funny at this. Do point. they have to warm up? It's kind of like a situational thing, right? Like, can't they just come come off the floor? They've been sitting for so long. Do they have? If you to- sat for like over two hours, why you can't play? What are you talking about? <laughs> Talk about situational uh, rebound. This is a situational whole game that they're going to play. Um, my guess is it doesn't get overturned. I'm curious about it. This one is different than the Rockets. I will say that. And The Rockets won. The, the Harden basket didn't get counted. but Yeah, but the Rockets, you know, the Rockets game, they had so much time left. And, you know, yeah. if it I'm was not like, mistaken, it was they like were like seven minutes too, left, right? It was like, yeah, it was like seven minutes left. They ended up going into overtime anyway. And that was one of the arguments from the league on that was, hey, there was enough, you know, there's adequate time for you to change the outcome of that game, basically. Like, basically, you had enough time. Like, yeah. quick complaint. <laughs> this, with this being such a bad call and it being nine seconds left, I am really curious on this because I don't think the league can just say, right calls made, sweep it underneath the rug, especially when you have someone with a loud voice like Mark Cuban. And I, I don't, I don't think you can just, yeah. So I'm I am really curious on what the league does with this. It'll be interesting. It'll be very very interesting, uh, especially since it was a referee call that changed it and not just like a scoring error or something like that. Um, yeah, that's pretty wild. All right, so the Mavericks play the Timberwolves uh, Monday. I, I do want to shout out the Hawks real quick. Okay, go ahead. I just want to congratulate them on winning their 17th game of the season. <sighs> that was it's a huge moment for them, and I'm just I really I'm curious on if they'll hit 20 of when they will hit 20 if that happens this year. And I'm just, I'm happy for them. I mean, it, yeah, to not, to not lose their 42nd game of the se- you know, of the season at that point. It's huge. Big, big moment for them for the race to the playoffs. I think they, they stayed put. They might be moving up to 13th in the East, but they right There's now. only 15 right teams, at, Isaac. I know they're right at the 14th spot. So I, on a non-sarcastic note, I thought John Collins played a really good game. Oh, heck and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know that, do we want to go to the spicy hot take and say John Collins is the best Hawks player? <laughs> can, we, can we go to that point? <laughs> because I'm, I, I, I might could talk myself into it. But, uh, can we talk no. about how much the Hawks are celebrating a win against the Mavs team without Porzingis and Luka at the end there? Like, I know. Man, the, pu- like, pumping up your chest and, 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 and get hyped. getting hyped. Like, I understand you're in your home crowd, but, like, oof, man. Hey, you got it. Maybe act like, you, act like you've had some wins before. But they haven't. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so I mean, this is their seventeenth. So let's get hyped. They got to get hyped for something. But no, yeah, you know, and Trey. Th- I thought you know, trapping Trey for the first half, even for the first three quarters, I thought they played really good defense on him. And the fourth quarter, I mean, he was yeah, he was incredible. His shot making, yeah. driving, and all that stuff. He that was really good. And Maverick should have won that game, uh, even though they didn't have those guys. I know that I've seen a lot of people on Mavs Twitter is like, why did they they shouldn't arrest these guys? This is on the one person tweet at me is like two st- long tweets like this is on the coaching staff for benching Luca and KP for this game, all this different stuff. I'm like, all right, guys, let's you know let's move past this. And they've been you know, they've a nine game cushion on the playoffs. 
Yeah, and you know, I think I think the Mavericks are pretty realistic of this and saying, "Hey, we're probably not gonna, you know, hit the you know two or three spot in the in the West. We're probably gonna land somewhere in that you know five through seven mark." And I mean, Houston's rolling right now with their yeah, they uh, have with a spot, their small they have ball shot lineup. at two. Yeah, so. Uh, they're they're playing well, and so yeah, we'll see how this plays. I think the biggest question for Dallas through this last stretch is: Can you avoid the Clippers in the first round? I mean, I think I think if you had to if you had to narrow it down to one single goal as far as what if you could control it, can you avoid the Clippers in the first round? Because you're not going to play Lakers because you won't be the eighth seed. But can you avoid the Clips in the first round? That that'll be massive. And like you said, they play Minnesota tonight with no Towns, no Russell. Now, if they lose this game, then I'll be really really mad because you know Luca should be back for this one. Uh, KP should be back for this one. And, yeah, uh, Brunson is is out with a, a right shoulder sprain. Uh, Willie Cauley Stein still questionable with personal reasons. Not sure what's going on there. If you guys know, let me know because I don't know. Doncic is probable with the right ankle soreness. Porzingis is not even listed on here uh, on the injury report that was filed um, Sunday night. So uh, we're expecting him to play against the Timberwolves again. Towns is out. Um, Russell is is probably going to be out. So this is this is a must win. <laughs> Yeah, must win. And then, you know, they have the Spurs on Wednesday. And Spurs just got smacked by the Thunder uh, on Sunday. And, you know, that, that Heat game on the 28th uh, should be fun, too. You're looking right around Luka's birthday. Yeah. You, you get Dragic, you know, versus Luka. That, that's always fun. And shout then you get the Timberwolves. To, shout out to all the Slovenians that will be in attendance. Exactly, man. That would be, you know, yes, that would be so fun to see. Uh, but you kind of get a little luck right now if you're Dallas because Towns is out with the wrist stuff for two weeks. And you, you play the Timberwolves twice in the next two weeks. So Yeah, they play them uh, three times. <laughs> yeah, so I mean the so that, season, that's so. big. And then right after that they play the Bulls. So um yeah. Let's hope they can capitalize on both these Wolves games, the Bulls, you know, coming next week. But Spurs and Heat game on a little little road trip there, a little three game road trip, uh, should be fun too. Memphis also without Jaron Jackson Jr. for a couple weeks, so um, their spot in eighth right now is kind of still in flux there. All right, there you go, guys. We'll be back breaking down the Timberwolves game. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.